Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I'm going to venture a guess. When you drive past a city bus or a garbage truck, you're probably not thinking of farmers. But that is the latest partnership that our Wisconsin soybean growers have reached out with. This is brought to you courtesy of your Wisconsin soybean dollars through the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. They're investing your checkoff dollars in research projects to bring back more value to the farm, in educating the general public on what's going on with Wisconsin soybeans, and also in promoting the projects that they have invested in. And that's what this is all about. Boy, a brand new state-of-the-art facility for the Madison Metropolitan Fleet. That includes our uh, fire trucks. That includes our police cars. It also has some of the city buses as well as uh, the important trucks like garbage trucks that are on the road. So why are we talking about it? Well, the building itself is all about sustainability and so is the focus of the fueling plans for some of that large equipment. That's where we enter in to a conversation with Rachel Darkin as well as the superintendent of Madison's fleet headquarters, Mahat Joyshi. They are working hand-in-hand with Wisconsin soybean growers to pursue a clean way of delivering power around the city of Madison to get you from here to there. And they're doing it from a state-of-the-art facility. Mahat Joyshi is the fleet manager here in Madison after a career in New York City doing the same. He explains his duties today and, more importantly, about the -the state-of-the-art facility that he's working in. Sure. So uh, the overview is we have about 1,400 vehicles we're responsible for. Uh, That includes purchasing and maintenance and then auction at the end of their life cycle. Uh, And it's all kinds of operations are dependent on us. That includes the fire department and the police department, the streets department that does garbage, recycling, snowplow, salting, uh, which is very important, obviously, in the wintertime here. Uh, And the parks department depends on us buying and maintaining various kinds of vehicles for parks and recreation centers. Um, Even things like the elections, which happened this week, uh, depend on vehicles for uh, equipment deliveries, voting machines, things like that. A lot of things we might not think of. So uh, just about every city department depends on us and us doing a good job and buying the right kind of vehicles and equipment, fueling everything correctly and making sure the fuel supply is steady uh, because we maintain our own fuel sites. Uh, yeah, and we are here in uh, Nakusa Trail. This is our brand new building. Uh, we just moved in in December of 2020. Uh, in the middle of COVID, actually, we managed to complete the construction with uh, the engineering department, who was our partner, uh, is responsible for facilities and uh, developing plans for facilities. So this is a 2020 building. We're hoping it runs for 70 to 75 years from now. So this is a legacy for Madison. Yeah, and it's big. It's big. It's a 110,000 square foot building, consolidates four different facilities into one. Uh, and it's a, um, a lead um, it's a lead certified uh, building for sustainability. Well, and that's kind of why we're talking with you is the sustainability element. It's not just about the solar on the roof here. It's not about all the green energy that's being utilized here. For the Wisconsin soybean growers, this is also kind of cutting edge research on where we're going. Tell me about diesel consumption in this facility, Mahant. How many 
vehicles? Uh, where do you stand today? And what is your goal when it comes to that diesel? Right. So that's a great question. So we have about 1,400 vehicles, as I mentioned. A little under 600 of those are heavy duty or diesel using vehicles. And uh, we fuel those ourselves, uh, which means we have contracts with uh, fuel uh, vendors that deliver to our sites. And we have been, since 2018, investing heavily in biodiesel. Um, and biodiesel is a renewable fuel that also supports the local Wisconsin economy uh, because a lot of the product or the feedstocks that go into synthesizing biodiesel come from uh, agricultural. Uh, that includes soybeans um, and uh, the oil derived from soybeans are one of the, the feedstocks. And then you have animal waste that's a part of it as well. Animal fat from agricultural waste can be processed into biodiesel. You also have uh, things like used restaurant cooking oil that goes into biodiesel. So you're taking products that Wisconsin has in abundance, can continue having in abundance, keep growing, uh, that eventually becomes a fuel that runs clean on our diesel trucks and diesel equipment, off-road equipment, construction equipment, et cetera. Uh, so we actually will get that fuel and burn cleaner. Uh, so less emissions of things like carbon dioxide into the air from, from our trucking. Now, any farmer that's listening knows Wisconsin doesn't necessarily play friendly with biodiesel when it comes to the winter. Right now, pretty comfortable using about a 20% blend of biodiesel. Mm -hmm. But tell me where your vision is taking you with the, the B100. The, Rachel Darkins along with us who has really been watching this closely because you have to secure the fuel and you try to keep that local too. Right, so right now um, we go up to 20% biodiesel uh, blends for all, all of our warmer months here in Wisconsin. Um, we go down to about B5 in the winter months um, and just make sure that we don't have any gelling. But we are hoping to get that up to 100% with a pilot project we're going to be working on soon um, with uh, the national uh, company, uh, National Biodiesel Board, and then also REG, which has a local uh, production plant here in DeForest. And then a company out east called Optimus Technologies, which is actually going to allow us to retrofit our diesel equipment to run on 100% biodiesel all year round, which will be a game changer for us. Right. And part of the reason why we're talking with these folks is because Wisconsin soybean growers checkoff dollars are invested in this kind of research to get it try get things tried. How difficult is it, Rachel, to source biodiesel in Wisconsin? I mean, you mentioned we're lucky to be just down the road. If you were farther away from DeForest, I imagine that trying to source some of these uh, biodiesel fuels could get challenging. That's right. And we are really, really lucky to have a, a plant right here in DeForest. And uh, working with vendors locally, they they go to DeForest for their fuel, for their biodiesel that they blend with their diesel. So uh, we are really, really lucky to have it locally sourced here in Wisconsin um, and, and right down the street from us here in Madison. So are there uh, quality issues that you have to monitor, Rachel? Biodiesel has been around for a while, but when it comes to different facilities, you got to make sure that you're watching your quality issues. What have you learned about biodiesel? Are there are the, is there differences? Uh, like you said, you've got one source, but are, how did you do your research on this? 
So when we uh, work with new vendors, we would we would test it to make sure that the blends are exactly what we are ordering and, and working with. And then we also, um, you know, start slow with the blends. So started with about 2% biodiesel and then went up to 5 and 20. And to make sure that our equipment is getting used to it, make sure we don't have any issues. Um, and so far we have had zero issues with our equipment. There's only one type of equipment that we cannot run biodiesel on, and it's an asphalt patcher. That's it. That's the only thing we found in our entire fleet of almost 600 diesel vehicles. <laughs> There's something you didn't know, folks. Now, let me ask you, we talked about the B100 pilot project and Wisconsin soybean growers investing in trying to help retrofit some of these uh, vehicles. It's not just about the vehicles in Wisconsin. You've got to make sure that the source stays warm. You said the tank, the storage tank, kind of has to be retrofitted too. That's right. So um, with, this, with this pilot, we would actually be getting an above ground heated storage tank for the biodiesel separate from our current fueling facilities um, and there would also be a heated tank on each each piece of equipment that is retrofitted so that would allow us to keep running it all year round that's right so wisconsin soybean association is contributing to this whole pilot project along with reg and optimus technology now mahantha i know you've got a lot of vision electric and uh and again how you just even fuel this building but talk to me about how it feels to be taking that step from something like B5 to B20 to potentially B100. Because when you came from New York City to Wisconsin, it was all about the call to sustainability. Help farmers understand the important role that they play in that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, New York City, we've had a strong relationship with biodiesel that goes back a long ways, um, all the way back to the early 2000s. Um, and I was I was a part of that team. Um, and over time, we all got confidence in biodiesel. We also built relationships with farmers from places like the Midwest who would come to New York City for events uh, with the New York City team uh, and, the, and the folks around biodiesel. Uh, and then uh, because of uh, my work there, I knew folks from the National Biodiesel Board who actually convened this group that's working together on this project. And it takes a lot of folks working together um, to, you know, there's REG, there's Wisconsin Soybean, there's Optimus Technologies, and the National Biodiesel Board all working together on this with the city of Madison. City of Madison's proud to be a part of this because we're the state's capital. And um, with one of the bigger fleets in the area, we can also set an example to anybody else who's concerned about biodiesel working or not working. Uh, sometimes folks are afraid of trying something new uh, or saying, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it, yeah. right? Uh, but having the playbook I have from New York City um, with biodiesel, electric vehicles, hybrid vehicles, all of it working really well, all of it um, most of the time costing less, being better for the environment, supporting the U.S. economy or even local state economies, gave me a lot of confidence in trying all of this. But I'm really happy to see Madison has really grown by leaps and bounds in this area from where we were just a few years ago. That gentleman, Mahat Joyshi, along with Rachel Darkin, two of the fleet employees at Madison's brand new state-of-the-art LEED certified headquarters off Nakusa Trail, focused in on sustainability, not just for the building, but for the community, in partnership with Wisconsin soybean growers to continue to pursue expanding opportunities using biodiesel in all of the uh, equipment that they work with 
in those fleet headquarters. Now, they're hoping to have a special open house celebration where everyone will get a chance to see this state-of-the-art building and the progress they're making in adopting more biodiesel into fleet operations. That's expected to come sometime early this summer. For more information, you can check out cityofmadison.com on the fleet headquarters. And of course, for more information on how your soybean checkoff dollars are being invested, I suggest that you go to badgerbean.com, coolbean.info, or as always, reach out to one of our Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board leaders, and they'll explain it to you as well. There is your soybean update. Don't pass by a bus a garbage truck, again, without thinking about the possible connection to our Wisconsin farmers. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.